I'm speaking some tough love here, okay? Because it's really easy to get into that state where we're going, but this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me. And I get it because I was there. But that is not going to propel you forward. Once you get to a point where you understand that this is what is happening and we need to take that power away and take get our power back. When we hide our light, the light that is inside us, we are not doing the world any good. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, what is up? This is Bree Noble, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. Today, we are covering an important subject. This is so foundational to what we do as artists, and especially as women, um, comparing ourselves to others, comparing ourselves to where other people are in the journey in comparison to us, comparing ourselves to how many followers other people have versus us, how many fans, how many people are on our email list, and then even more crippling comparisons like what we look like, how old we are, um, and, and things that other people might think are silly but like really bother us. Like I've always felt like oh, I don't like my speaking voice. You know, and I hear other people and they just have this amazing speaking voice and I wish that I had that. And so, you know, sometimes those things hold us back. Like I could have just decided, oh, I'm not going to be a podcaster. I hate my voice, you know, Um, but we have to bust through this and it's not easy. And so in my female indie musician community on Facebook, which is our free community for female artists, our community manager, community managers, Beth and Kayla did a live about this very recently. And I'm so glad that they did. I felt it was a really important topic, especially for women, especially in this time when there's so much live stream going on because of the coronavirus and us needing to, to be live. And so these things can really keep us down and keep us from fulfilling our purpose. So I'm going to let them start and I might interject a little bit here, but if you're not in our community, just be sure to go over to Facebook, look up the female indie musician community, or just go to WOScommunity.com. If you need a place that's going to understand what you're going through and going to support you, this is it. All right, so let's get to this recorded Facebook Live from Beth and Kayla. I think I first I want to talk about just why do we compare ourselves with others? And it's really a learned behavior. It's something passed down through generations that everybody deals with. Good morning, Adele. Good to see you. And so if we look back through the generations, um, it's just part of life. It Unfortunately, it is. Um, I think if we have to be honest with ourselves because if we say we don't compare ourselves to others, 
I don't think we're really being honest. We all do it. Um, I know that I do it. I try not to, um, or I try to do it in such a way that I let people motivate me. Um, but <clears throat> you know, if they're doing something good, to you can you can do that. You can compare yourself to others in a way that's that's healthy, uh, that's going to help you. But I just was having a memory of when I was in kindergarten. Um, I was just talking about when I was in kindergarten. I remember the teacher went around the room and she moved, kept moving the pencil or whatever marker to my right hand to, to write my name or to learn my ABCs. And after she would leave and go on to the next student, I would move it right back to my left hand because I'm just left-handed. I've never felt weird about it. It's just who I am. And, so even then, though, it sent the message to me, like, well, there's something wrong because I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. And and so it's that comparison, or maybe she was taught that way. And I just say that because so much of our society and the things we learn, that we learn is, you know, trying to fit into a certain mold or be a certain way to fit expectations of other people. And... Um, it's all through the generations, you know, all through our generations and our families. And some of us may have grown up as um, being compared to our siblings, you know. Um, we might have been compared, maybe we were the A student and they weren't and they struggled and they, they suffered criticism as a result of that. Or maybe, um, maybe we were the black sheep of the family, you know. We were constantly compared to our sibling that was... Um, you know, always doing everything right. And so it, it really, a lot of it plays out in families. And so it's hard, it's really hard to overcome. I think some of us struggle with battling that inner critic more than others. Um, I know Kayla and I can share a little bit of our stories about that. We're gonna try to keep it to a half hour, but that's a little bit of battling that inner critic. And, and I, Kayla, I don't know if you were able to hear me <clears throat> earlier, I was saying, uh, with the pandemic, it's harder now than ever because we're either, we're in our homes, we're sort of isolated, and so if we want to get ourselves out there, we do, you know, we're told to go on video, put our music out there, and um, and then it's easy to compare ourselves with other people, other women in particular, who maybe we think they have their acts together, They maybe they just look perfect, and there's just so many things going on that can mess with our minds. So I'm going to shut up and let you talk for a few minutes because I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I, I think that a lot of it, um, I have a few thoughts on it, but I think that a lot of it comes back to our authenticity, which was our very first subject. And I think that it, it really comes down to understanding the power that we have as women. Um, you know, it's a, it's a strong subject for me because I feel that we underestimate our power as individuals. I am not Beth. Beth is not me. I am not Adele. Adele is, you know, Adele is Adele. We all have our individual strengths and our individual power. And I, um, I like Marianne Williamson says some great things about it. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit because I can't remember. I'll give you the gist of it. But basically, it says that we serve no one by hiding our light. When we start to tell ourselves 
that we don't have something to share and we're not matching up to what we have perceived somebody else is and that's what we're supposed to be. That we, that, that message to ourselves is we, we are saying that we're not good enough, that we are not claiming the power that we have. It's so important to me. I'm writing a book called Reclaim Your Throne because I think that we as women, we are so powerful and so strong and have such a great voice and we need to start using it. And we need to stop this comparison game that we're always doing and understand our own inner strength that we have. When we hide our light, we do it at our own peril because we're stopping what it is that we're supposed to do. If you, can, if you can think of it this way, if we have that mindset, that mindset of saying that we're not good enough, that we're not as good as so-and-so, and we don't work before too fat, we don't sing the same, we all of these different things, that leads into our actions, which then leads into the experiences that we have, which then leads into the rest of our life and our joy and our happiness because our actions come from our thoughts. But when we change that mindset and understand the beautiful power that we have and that in our authenticity, in who we are as a person really deep down, that that is where our strength comes from. And when we stop trying to compare and to be like somebody else, but just to be ourselves, our best version of ourselves, which we continue learning and growing from, you know, growing to become better versions of ourselves every single day, then we let that light shine and we change the circumstances because we're acting in a different way because we're acting within our power. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's really well said. That's so, so helpful. That's really great. Can you, would you be willing to share a little bit about your journey of what got you to this point? Because I think this is a topic that so many women struggle with, um, just that, that inner critic and that comparison. So what did you go through to get you to this point of, of all that you've learned, I guess? It's a it's it's a long story and 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 hard to tell within um, a ten minute time frame. But uh, you know, I came from a very abusive background, a, an extremely dysfunctional family, and um, you know, for me and my like, I have buttons, and my button is going to be family more than anything else because I ended up you know losing my uh, entire paternal family. Uh, because I eventually came out with my abuse. Um, you know, my mother basically abandoned me in my 30s and, you know, said, if you're going to continue saying this, then you're no longer part of the family. And so, so uh, in, uh, and so I, I lost my entire family that way. And then, you know, I got my two sisters back and, and then they both died. And um, also then because I didn't have any friends and I didn't have any family and my marriage didn't survive, um, I lost my raising my two children at the age of, um, you know, my, I lost my daughter at the age of eight and uh, my son when he was 10 years old. And really, there were several years that I really didn't even see my children. And, um, you know, that was devastating for me. So for me, um, I compare myself a lot with family. I look at people longingly that have families that, um, you know, they can have and why don't I have and I can go into that pool of nobody loves me and, 
I'm abandoned and I don't have anything worth of value to give. And I could, I could go like that for eons and I can back it up with proof. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That is a spiral that you don't want to give because that doesn't, that serves no purpose whatsoever. It doesn't do me any good and it doesn't do anybody else any good. And all it does is put me in a spiral. And believe me, I was in that spiral for 10 years and, you know, lost I'd lost my prime of my life. And um, so that's why it's really important for me now to say, no, we have a power and we choose to allow those circumstances or those things in our life. We make the choice to allow them to take that stuff away from me, away from us. Do you know what I mean? We allow, we make the choice to say, yes, these things are going to steal my joy. They're going to steal my power. They're going to steal my strength and they're going to steal my purpose. And that's a tough pill to swallow. I know that I'm, I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking some tough love here, okay? Because it's really easy to get into that state where we're going, but this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me. And I get it because I was there. But that is not going to propel you forward. Once you get to a point where you're, you have, you understand that this is what is happening and you understand that, that allowing the things that people have said to you you know, my husband had a teacher tell him that he was dumb. He has carried that with him for the rest, for his entire life. Mm. Why does that teacher have so much power? Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. We let it. We let it. And we need to take that power away and take get our power back of who we are and our our own sense of who we are, because again, I'm going to go back to what um, um, Marianne Williamson says, that when we hide our light, the light that is inside us, we are not doing the world any good. We are not serving our purpose. We're not doing anything. So comparing ourselves to what other people, because of things that people have said, isn't going to help us. But also comparing ourselves to people that are around us. We can't sit there and compare our beginnings with somebody else's end game. They right. For a really long time. They might be, a, be been doing live videos. Like I could sit there and say, I don't want to do any videos at all because I see Marie Forleo on, on her Marie TV. And I go, I can't do that. I don't have, you know, the equipment and, you know, my big backdrop is a feather boa in the back. Yeah. I don't have anything. Right. But that shouldn't stop me from doing the stuff that I do. You can't compare yourself, your beginnings to someone, someone's end game. You have to be where you are. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't learn from other people and we can't expand what it is that, um, like, we should surround ourselves with people who are better at us than us, but only to learn from them and to grow and to become a better version of ourselves. Like, it, it should excite us. It shouldn't put us down. It should make us stir forward so that we can become a brighter light and better at what we do. That is a good thing. Yeah, that's but a good not, way to compare. But not the comparing where we're going. I'm never going to be that. Like when those words start going through your head, you need to let them go. And you need to just do what you do and keep going. And that's where the that's where I'm saying where the tough love comes in is because it it just doesn't serve any purpose. It doesn't do you any good. So just stop it. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Replace the, replace the dialogue in your head. Yeah. yeah. Thank you.
Kayla, for sharing and being vulnerable to to share just some of what got you to this point, because um, I think it's hard when folks are in the situation that maybe they're in a family that is abusive. You know, we might have some young people listening to this today. It's hard. I mean, it is hard to separate yourself when you are constantly in a situation. And I think uh, becoming aware of our triggers and what triggers us um, can help us to avoid comparing um, or to not put ourselves in that situation as much as it is in our control. But it is hard when you're growing up in a family where there is abuse. Um, grew up in a loving family, but there was um, there was also I didn't realize it till later on in life. Um, there was emotional abuse. There was um, some verbal abuse, um, not always directed at me. Sometimes it was, and it did affect me. You know, I, I, it kind of made me the opposite way. I think I became a more compassionate person, but I also put up with more than I really should have at times later on and really had to learn to set firm boundaries with people. So I think just setting firm boundaries and not allowing, like you said, what other people say, I think it's human nature that we do tend to always think of the negative. Like we could have, you know, my husband's a teacher and he could have all all but one student obeying perfectly. What does he remember? You know, the one that's not. And so that's just a constant thing to to work on, to be more positive, to realize, you know, we're not perfect. Um, but, you know, I'm certainly on a journey. I could say I've not arrived. I, I, I feel like um, battling that inner critic has been a big part of my journey, like through the years. Um, and even when, you know, I decided to officially pursue a music career, I think that inner critic really rose its ugly head and was like, who do you think you are? Like, why do you think that you, why are you qualified? Why would you, you know, because of a lot of stuff I had been through that I had, you know, in my whole life and like i said there was mental illness in my family um there was um a lot of hard things so i developed shame around that i developed shame even if it wasn't me that was doing it and so i i learned to hide my authentic self rather than putting myself fully out there and so yeah it's very interesting and i remember going through an ugly duckling stage i'll get real personal here <laughs> but i remember going through that and maybe some of some of our listeners will you know be able to relate but i remember um having people bully me i remember like wondering what why are they doing this i don't understand you know so or even teachers treating me a certain way um and then i had other periods of time where maybe i looked really cute and and so it's almost learning to value yourself from internally and not based on all, because we can just be changed like the wind, depending on what people say about us and what they think of us. And, um, and I had plenty of positive things said to me, and I did have some very affirming people. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. But those, those negative you know, things really, and I do tend to be more of a sensitive person. I think songwriters in general are more sensitive. They are, you know, they're thinking, they're deep thinkers. Um, many write very amazing songs. And so just all of that. Um, so I, 
I mean, I wish that we could just stop easily. And I'm glad that you've been able to, but it, it's been, it sounds like it's been a hard, you know, it was like you went through 10 years of a lot of hard stuff. And like I said, I've been through, you know, hard um, things too. Um, we also, I'll share this kind of vulnerably. Um, I struggled with some infertility in our marriage early on. And well, it was my husband and I both, and there was no real known reason for it. But I, I remember sitting in church and every about everybody I knew my age was pregnant, every female. It was really painful. I just wanted to move across country and just leave. Like I just wanted to disappear because I couldn't figure out why, you know, why is this not my plan? And why, you know, everybody else so easy. People are planning you know every two years they're gonna get pregnant or whatever you know whatever it was and um but that was not the plan for my life it was to adopt our sons um and i'm so grateful for them but it's not been all perfect either and so there's just so many challenges in life and like i said we can we don't serve ourselves and we don't serve the world when we start comparing and pulling back, and I know that I've been guilty of it, um, I have been, even during the pandemic, I'll be honest, like I really I really wanna put myself out there more than I have been, but I've let some things just hold me back, even though I'm the, you know, I'm the host and manager of Women of Substance. I'm on all these shows, you know, promoting all these amazing female artists, but, you know, I do believe there's more for me to do um, to share my light with others and um so this is valuable for me kayla just your your input and your you know your journey but but we i know it's hard it's so hard not to compare ourselves and and especially i will say this too like with um social media can be hard um i've heard this said from other people that have a huge followings that they have had to unfollow certain people that they were following that might have been mentors to them because it just triggered feelings of unworthiness. At that point, it wasn't it wasn't helping them. It was it was you know bringing out just feelings like they weren't good enough. And so uh, we have to first thing I think is to be aware of when we have these feelings of um, feeling like we don't measure up or we have this harsh inner critic, and then um, recognizing the triggers and then moving our moving away from those triggers if we can but not doesn't mean to hide our light but it means to set boundaries healthy boundaries um in our minds and you know in our lives and so those are a few things but why don't you share some i've been talking a while and i know it's almost time to go i know it's, it's almost time to go i just want to uh just reiterate uh just say a couple of things because i don't want anybody to think that i've like you know mastered this this is this is something that I still work on and and but I'm still gonna say like I'm firm with myself too and and it was just even a little while ago like you know families are real trigger I've got I've got friends that have got huge families and they get together and they have the big thing and I am a total family person I don't have it you know I have I'm married okay but I have a fantasy of finding some wonderful Italian man that has a huge family that just accepts me in and I hear all the noise and I am just part of this beautiful big family like that's my dream and it's just it's um, not going to happen as I as I continue to grow when we're talking about just being the best version of yourself is you don't beat yourself up 
or anything like that, but you get, because that serves no purpose either. Oh, like I keep falling into that place. You're doing the exact same thing. You know, don't do that. Again, I'm just going to say, stop doing that. You know, you, you need to sit there when it happens, be aware of it. I had something happen just a little while ago and it was to do with my daughter. And again, because of my past and because of the different things, my daughter and I had a little bit of a disagreement and there was a bit of a, not a shift, but a bit of a shift in our relationship. Okay. And I panicked and I went into a huge spiral and mm -hmm. had a hard Why? Because it's family. Why? Because she's the, you know, she's my, my one little connection that I have. I had to come to the realization that my happiness is not from my daughter. Mm -hmm. It's not from her. It's not from my son. It's not from my husband. My happiness from here okay and from my relationship that I have with God or whatever like that's it's it's it comes from me not another source and when yeah, I started to realize that I said you know what I'm putting way too much pressure on my daughter right she's not the source mm -hmm. of my happiness so again it was another thing where you start to you start to you're continually growing and continually understanding that these are the things that you need to work on to fix. So now I'm starting to work on those really deep down issues within me that stem from my childhood, right? It all stems from that. But I go, okay, so now this is this is where I'm working at. And it's like you don't beat yourself up on it. You go, oh, okay, I understand this. And now the realization that my happiness comes from it's from me. It's not external sources that are going to make me happy. It's not whether I get a lot of likes on my Facebook page or whether someone likes my posts or all of these different things. And, oh, you know, it's like give up on that. You say what you say. And if people listen to it, great. And if they don't, doesn't matter. You move on and you do your next thing. You just continue doing and spreading your light the way you want to spread it because that is what's important and you just continue to grow as a person that's it and so when I started to realize that I took the pressure off my daughter right away and I was like whoa no your own life that's where I go back into feeding my soul and doing the things that I need to do to make my life feel well-rounded and beautiful because my because my life comes from the actions that I do not what mm -hmm. other people do Right. Yeah, that's yeah. great advice, Kayla. Just to, like you said, have it come from within yes. and not because. Um, and I, I think this is something a lot of people struggle with too. I know I've been married thirty years, but I remember you know going through marriage classes or even learning like we can put so much pressure on our spouses to you know to make us happy or you know whatever it is. And no, the truth is, no, that's not their job. You know, like. Like you said, it's it's coming from within, and I think that can be a signal to us if we do start to struggle uh, with something that maybe we are putting too much focus on these external things, like how many likes we have on our Facebook page, or who's commenting, or how many fans we have. We can start really putting the pressure on ourselves, and it, it that can rob us of joy too. And I know we all have goals. Um, but like Kayla mentioned, we want to learn, continue to grow, and do be the best we can. Um, and don't beat ourselves up if we, you know, are not all the things we want to be. We're, um, you know, to to be able to love ourselves and 
and to love others. Um, and I think the video-driven culture thing, you know, we talked about that a little bit, but that is hard because, um, you know, as I've gotten older, um, I feel like, you know, I don't look like I, you know, maybe my figure's not what I want it to be. It might not ever be, but, you know, I, I'm generally pretty happy with it, but, but, but women struggle with these things. And I think what's more important is when we're authentic, people can tell that when we're, um, when we're on a video and we're being who we really are and not trying to pretend to be somebody else, people are drawn to that. And they're drawn to that. I think more um, the people that we want following us, they're going to like our authentic message more than they care about what we look like. Doesn't mean we can't, you know, comb our hair, you know, put on a little lipstick, but uh, to get obsessed about it and to, um, to let it make us feel less than is not serving anybody. And so, but when those things start to happen, let that be a signal, a message to us to, to not put that, um, that amount of weight or significance on these external factors and to let our inner beauty shine um, and our authenticity and who we are. So I think that's about it. It's about um, 35 after, but do you have anything else to say, Kayla? You've shared some great things today. I'm so glad we were able to do this um, today. Yeah. And uh, it's a, you know, it's an important subject. It really, really is. And we could go on all day about it, uh, as we've been able to do for all of the subjects. But yeah, it's really, you know, our mindset is so important. And, uh, you know, the next time the the thoughts of the, the inner critic shows up, just remember that little light, you know, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, right? Let your light shine. Let your light shine. That's what's important, not the thoughts going through your head. Ooh, I love the way that she bookended that idea of not hiding our light that needs to be shined in the world. And, you know, it's our thoughts that hold us back. A circumstance happens and we have a thought about it. And that leads to feelings that cause us to hide ourselves. But instead, if we could change that thought, if we could reorient what we think the circumstance means, that can change the way that we feel about it and therefore what we end up doing. So I hope you really identified with a lot of what they said today. They were super vulnerable and I hope that's helpful to you, whether you suffer with family situations personal relationships, just continuing to think about things that have been said to us in the past that just stick in your brain and cause you to make different choices than you know you should. If we can really be mindful of those things, those things that hang out in your subconscious and try to bring them to your conscious mind so you can realize that they are affecting you and make the choice to change those thoughts, which will then change your actions. And you'll be able to shine that light, like Kayla said. I hope you're encouraged by this episode. These are women just like you that are, they have this pre-made script in their mind that they're fighting against all the time. We all do. And so if you have experienced that you're not alone and just know that you can have 
power over it. You can take your power back and you can continue to shine your light no matter what has happened in your past. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com and music by Stella Ronson.